0: So we got some feedback. Uh, we got feedback from Greg.
1: Yeah what did uh, what did what did Greg what did Greg have to say this week?
0: He said some podcasts give names to their followers and avid listeners, um, and you may remember that I tried this at one point before, and it didn't seem to go over. But I think this is better. Uh, he listens to my favorite murder, and those folks are called Murderinos. Our loyal fifteen or so listeners, he thinks, should really have a name. And did he give us a suggestion? He did. Toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option thanks for joining us welcome welcome hey todd hey toddlers hey how's it going (laughs) nice work
1: well now we know we're gonna have feedback for next week okay
0: toddlers is way better than the todd squad yeah (laughs) we're gonna find out
1: (laughs) i'm just seeing the new shirt i'm a toddler fridays like i
0: don't mm, i don't know better than toddlers fridays i don't know what that means
1: (laughs) yeah that's no no matter what we're gonna be in trouble so we should probably stop with that okay so how are we doing
0: (laughs) we're doing good was our schedule off last week releasing
1: Anyway, it came out early
0: oh maybe that was late
1: it was late then it was early yeah yeah now we're actually if you reprint the shirt it should say talking to todd fridays question mark um (laughs) Because that's accurate, or, or or you could put the uh, you know the squiggly line in front of Fridays, <laughs> approximately Fridays.
0: You know or, when we say it's or, a week, it's a weekly podcast. That's W E A K L Y. Not not all in the same week,
1: right? Um, or oh, I was just thinking Fridays, and then just put the plus minus sign.
0: <laughs> what do you? Well, you're locking the door. What do you do? What are you doing? The sign says open twenty four hours.
1: Not in a row. <laughs> oh, great! Now we owe somebody else a writing credit and royalties. Oh, yes, this do. is sorry. That's uh, to make that check out. It's uh, that one. That that one needs to go to uh, Stephen Wright. Correct. Yes, it does. Oh man. Okay.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, so Sarah was listening. Sarah Judson Brown. Sarah was listening, but she had already cleaned the kitchen, so she listened to it while staring at the ceiling. And her feedback was not an optimal listening experience. I was just going to say, so she's listening to it the way I record it. <laughs> staring at the ceiling?
1: I mean, technically, I'm staring at a blank wall, but it's the same color as my ceiling. So, yeah. Okay. So, she needs to be busy when she's listening to this.
0: Okay. Apparently. <laughs> and my yeah. comment was, talking to Todd, make sure you're doing something else while you're listening to this show. That's an endorsement. <laughs> Be distracted. Your second screen experience. <laughs> let it let it roll in the background. That's good. She wants to know. Do you want to do this? Have we explained the purpose of the hole? Curious minds want to know why you're digging a hole in your backyard. Do we want to? Do we even want to go there, or should we just leave people in suspense? Or should we um, just let it go? You know, I keep getting feedback that
1: that many of my stories are way too opaque, and <laughs> that we're just referring to stuff. Well, I didn't want to talk about it because because we're building an underground shelter
0: to uh, to ride out whatever's coming in in the middle of the desert outside Las Vegas. That's never happened before. Exactly right.
1: And my thought was, I that my first thought was, yeah, that's pretty funny. And then my thought was, everybody would go, yeah, I can see that. That makes yeah. sense. Right about now.
0: <laughs> Do you remember really <laughs> early the discussion we had about whether or not it's a little too tinfoily? That's a little too tinfoil-y. Well, I was I was gonna say now we know what the onion feels like, right? Oh, all of our good stuff is taken with the actual headlines. <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, uh let's see. What else happened this week? Felderman was listening on Podbean and it died on him. We again. <laughs> at, at this point, that's on him. It, right.
1: <laughs> it kinda is. Because because what that says is Podbean... You know what Podbean did? Podbean went Podbean. <laughs> that
0: tiger didn't go crazy. <laughs> yeah,
1: that tiger went tiger, right? That's right. Ah, oh, crap. Okay, Chris Rock on the royalty list. All right, noted. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like uh, we,
0: we, We've warned uh, every week. We wa- we give op- options. We give alternatives for where you can listen. And
1: I mean, there, there's... Uh, the iPhone has a built-in free podcast app. I'm assuming Android has a free podcast app. Um, There's, there's, there's plenty of ways of, of, of there's plenty of podcast players
0: that don't die in the middle of playing. So in relation to JJ Watt talking about buying a soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. At one point, Mark, tried to become a part owner of the Clinton Lumber Kings okay all right and no one would sell to him I would bet that
1: he right now he probably has a better opportunity
0: <laughs> right yes at this point <laughs> if he wanted to buy part of the Clinton Lumber Kings I'm betting any of them would sell maybe, and frankly maybe all of them would sell
1: <laughs> and and for less than you would expect I would bet
0: uh, right.
1: So- so oh, here's the question.
0: Did he try to buy the lumber or did he try to buy the Kings? Well, he said, I tried to buy part of the Clinton lumber Kings. And I'm like, which part it did. I mean, like, did you try to buy the baseline between home plate and third base? Is that which I mean, which, which part And he didn't think that was funny. I said, maybe I was just, I was trying out new content for the podcast. And he, 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 he thought that perhaps we shouldn't include that. <laughs> We don't take notes from the network. We do the show we want to do right up until the point where we're canceled. If we cancel how does that work if we cancel us?
1: Well, first of all, we got to be careful that podbean doesn't doesn't shut us down. <laughs> I mean, what I've now realized is anybody that watches uh, uh, anybody that watches John Oliver who keeps attacking a t and t is business daddy right. <laughs> we're, we're I mean, admittedly, Podbean doesn't doesn't write our checks, uh, doesn't write the checks to us because 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 we write the checks. Uh, but us taking shots at Podbean is is our low rent way of of oh, John Oliver on the writing credit. This right. is starting to get expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I better not admit that we that we took any of that from John Oliver because I think HBO. Well, I think at and is going to come after us. So, oof, this is this is going to be bad. It's expensive. <laughs> Note: Stop explaining all references. <laughs> We're gonna
0: need to find some more Google money. Yeah, yeah.
1: Anything else from uh, anything else from Mark? No, I don't think so. Cool. All right. Um, let's see. Last bit of this is this is follow. <laughs> I was I was looking at our feedback follow up document. So the last couple of episodes, I think I, I think I recommended Ted Lasso on, uh, on Apple TV plus on Apple yes. TV. Uh, still, re- <laughs> I am so annoyed. <laughs> at, I am just so annoyed at what Apple has done. God, they just.
0: <sighs> <laughs> really? I never would have figured that out on Apple TV, on Apple, Apple plus Apple,
1: it's, it's Apple TV plus on Apple TV. That you Apple. watch That you watch on the Apple TV app on your Apple TV plus Jeez. or on your can you watch it on your apple on your iphone you can you can so that's apple tv plus on the apple tv app on your apple iphone <laughs> anyway just we uh <laughs> <laughs> these guys are marketing geniuses yeah no do no, no, not yeah, so much so anymore. <laughs> it's, it's like buying a can of soup that's just black and white labeled soup in a store with black and white label called supermarket anyway so yeah, I, I still still highly recommend it watched watched uh th- that wasn't that wasn't going to be the recommendation but I've referred to that a couple of times um still continue to recommend it. Um it's a great show. Uh the other one uh that we that we watched they uh Apple there was over over in June Sony Pictures was supposed to release the newest uh Tom Hanks World War 2 movie because that's what he likes to do, it's World War 2 movies now and it was a movie called Greyhound. Um, yes yes have you seen it i have okay so we watched it in since we've recorded last and and um i was i was just going to throw that out if you if you do have an apple tv plus on apple tv on apple tv you have access to this and uh it's it's pretty good it's a pretty good movie it's i mean it's it is it's tom hanks doing
0: a world war ii movie <laughs> what did what did you think of it i thought it was i thought it was really well done It is not a true story, as in, I mean, these specific characters and this specific instance did not occur. But it's set in World War II in the North Atlantic about a ship captain who has to help avoid the U-boats the German U-boats, right, um, and has to, you know, help manage this, what, convoy, I guess, yep. Of, yep. of ships across the North Atlantic. And there's a certain point where they lose air cover, and it's just them, and good luck, right? Yeah. Um, really, really well done. Definitely worth your time, Is was our, well, Amy and I watched it, really, really liked it.
1: Yeah. And it's so it's it's a 90-minute movie that basically covers 48 hours of that journey. And uh, and it's it is tension filled the entire time. So um, yep. yeah, you know, it's a good movie and if you've got access to it, like I said it's it's included as part of that subscription. So uh, my my guess is uh, did, when when Apple bought it, do you, do you know how much Apple paid Sony for it? No. 70 million. million. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. 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 When Sony realized they couldn't put it in the theaters, they still wanted to get it out. And ha- Apple wrote a check for 70 million to buy it so that they could put it on their service so that they could give it to all the give it to the viewers to give you a reason to sort of keep subscribing. So uh, my my guess is, right, this is this is oh. Apple's this is Apple's way of trying to get an Oscar nod um, or multiple Oscar
0: nods, I would suggest. So I would think that, yeah, I would think that there would be several. Oscar nods. I mean, maybe some cinematography, the special effects were really good. The acting was pretty good. There may be a couple of supporting actor nods out of that. Hanks was really good. Yeah. yeah and, and, I could you know- see that. I mean, they're not, I, I'm, I am neither going to subscribe or keep subscribing simply because of that movie, but, right. eh.
1: but there are, I mean, their overall goal is if they could, um, if they could have, two or three of those kind of movies every month coming out right that's i mean that's what they're trying to do here so
0: um as opposed to um like Disney releasing Mulan but then us having to pay extra to get to watch it on Disney plus like don't i already subscribe
1: yeah you know that's an interesting i mean technically what you're what you're paying for is cuz they're going to release it to all subscribers as part of the subscription in December, right? So what you're, what you're paying for is the early access. But if you wait until December, um, I think they've already put the release date at some point it will be available to you with your subscription. They're just trying to get, if you don't want to wait for it and, and realistically, I mean, if, uh, uh, boy, we've gone from sports economics to movie economics, this is, this is really drawing the crowds in. If let's just say that you're a, you're you know, let's say you're a family of four and you were going to go see Mulan in the theater, right? Paying thirty dollars to watch it at home is no more expensive, and probably if you if you include popcorn and you know whatever you get to eat, it's actually cheaper to watch it at home and pay Disney thirty dollars, even though you're still paying for the service, than it would be to go. So that's a win. Yeah, that's a,
0: right. the, only only
1: paying $30 is a win. Yeah. Hey, we can go see this new Disney movie the weekend it opens and it's only $30 for the entire family. And you're like, right. sign me up. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: I mean, so and I want to see it and I think it looks really, really good, but I can wait to December. I mean, it's not now contrarily. Amy says the new James Bond movie may be the thing that gets her to go back to a theater.
1: Yeah, you know that that new Bond movie is the um, yeah. That's that's the thing, right? Like that's
0: that's right. going to be an anchor. What it? Well, actually, I tell you, what it may be is the thing that gets me to rent out an entire theater and pick <laughs> and pick twenty five or thirty people that I know and associate with regularly, and say, okay, here's the deal, right? yeah and this is when you know so i don't know that i want to go sit i don't know that i'm ready yet to go sit in a theater with a hundred random people but i might go with 20 people that i know yeah well and you can space out and exactly yeah i i have to say i've been thinking about this
1: as well because i mean there's a couple of movies i mean we don't we don't watch tons and tons and tons of movies in the theater we say we're gonna oh this one we want to see and then we don't go craig because it's just the you know you got to go to the theater, you park, you got to deal with people, whatever. Wow, and, you're old. Yeah, I know. I know. Funny thing is, is I didn't like doing that before either. So that's fine. <laughs> and, you know, the, the the problem is, is, I mean, we don't, we don't have, you know, we don't have IMAX screens at home, but, but most of us, we have decent sized TVs that look pretty good. Right. Right um and on the whole the home is much more comfortable than the theater to watch mostly because if somebody at your house is talking during the movie you have a shot at saying can you please knock that off versus whoever is sitting there with the with the candy and unwrapping it or eating the burrito who brings a burrito into a theater anyway sorry that's not a bit anyway um or it's your burrito right like
0: that's fine or yeah, i can pause it if i need to if i need yeah. to go use the restroom <laughs> Yeah, I don't have to go look at the app to see, you know, when, when can I com right? Isn't that the <laughs> yeah. thing? It used to be a thing. I haven't, I haven't Googled that. And to be honest, that's the
1: kind of thing you just don't want to ever Google because you don't want to know what that does to your search history. Uh, that. So let me, so let me ask you this then. All right. So I don't think they're going to do this. I think because of the theaters, although. The, the, the theaters are going to hold the the studios and and they want these big blockbusters because they, they got to recoup. They, I mean, they're expecting to make a billion dollars on this movie. So the only way they're going to do that is to release it through the theaters. But let's assume that Bond the Bond movie is coming out and what they say is day and date of release. You can go to a theater and pay theater prices or you can do this thing where you can rent it at home when you buy the rental. You have 48 hours to start renting it. You can watch it one time and then it disappears. So it's, it's you know, what they're doing now with the new releases, not sort of like the old, the other rentals. So right. how much, how much, we know that they're charging for Disney, Disney Plus, which you have to pay $7 a month for They're also charging $30 on top of that to rent Mulan. How much do you think that your household would pay to watch the new Bond movie at home, either within a week of the release? Because I have a number in my head that I absolutely would pay, and I would bitch and moan about it the entire time, and I would be pissed, but I would pay it. <laughs> I think
0: that number is forty nine ninety five. 95 That's my number. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I, and I'm not happy with myself.
0: <laughs> but I, I do it. <laughs>
1: But I will do it, right? As you were talking, I was like, okay, how much would I pay? And I'm like, oh my God, why would I pay? I would. I would. I, I if probably you, would. If you yep. told me my two options were pony up 50 bucks and you get to watch it at home or go to the theater, which is going to be a minimum of $30 for tickets for two. And another $25 worth of the popcorn and pop and Twizzlers. Yeah. What? Yeah. However, however, that works, and
0: a packed theater. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, it's not. It's not fifty dollars. It's forty nine ninety
1: five. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> yep. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh boy. But that's a that's you know a what? problem.
0: <laughs> yep. I would. Yep. But yeah. Uh, here. But here's the other thing about that pay per view for a fight that right, can last that's- fifteen seconds. Right. And you're going to pay the same whether the fight goes seven rounds or 12 rounds or 15 seconds. I know I'm getting two hours and 10 minutes of James Bond. Well, that's true. And you know, that's a good point because right
1: with the, with the blockbuster movies, the ability to pause them to your point, like these movies are pushing three hours, <laughs> right? Like, you know, we sat down, we watched Greyhound. Greyhound's 90 minute movie told a great story, wrapped it all up 90 minutes. That was really nice. Just sit down and watch it. You get you get you get end game which at right. some point you're like there is an end to this, right? Cuz we're now like into day 2 of this movie. No, it's just it, there is no end, it's just a game. Yeah, there you go. Just he wakes up at the end and he's uh back in the cave. Oh wait, never mind. Sorry. That's a whole different thing. Don't think, hashtag I I, no i don't think i will <laughs> hashtag spoiler alert yeah so there you go um we've now 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 hollywood has a data point well we know we can get we can get some suckers uh to do a podcast to pay at least 50 bucks sorry 49.95 you know the, the, you you know what would make this a better deal for you than it would for us is if lucas is home and wants to watch the movie That immediately makes it a considerably better deal for you guys, right? Because if you, if it's, I mean, if it's divided by two people, you're like, okay, at 50 bucks, it's 25. Wait, it's three people. Ha ha. Right. Right.
0: Well, and you've got, okay. So the question is, you've got 48 hours to watch it. I watch it once, or can you watch it as many times as you can get it in within 48 hours? Well, you just have to assume that
1: because this is streaming media, whoever owns it is going to try to screw you over as much as possible, right? Right. So, so when you rent, normally when you rent stuff from like Apple, you have, from the time you rent it, you have 30 days to start watching it. Once you start watching it, it expires in 48 hours, but you can watch it as many times as you want in those.
0: In that window. But. So So like we could watch it and then lucas could watch it and then we could watch it again because we probably would and then yeah but i do think that since this um whole th- since since 2020
1: started some of the movies that went direct to rental through apple the rules changed where if you're paying $25 to rent it The rules were different, which is you get to watch it once through. I could be wrong about that, but I thought that was one of the differences. Basically, they're treating it just like a movie. You hit play and you got to watch it and you're done.
0: So uh, I know you watched because we texted during it. The Chiefs Texans game on Thursday night. Well, there were two teams on the field, but I wouldn't call it much of a game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) I did, I did watch game one of the, uh, of the 2020 NFL season. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, football's back. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, didn't take long for that to be a blowout. Okay.
0: <laughs> one, one of the guys that I was golfing with this morning said I skipped the beginning and I said, well, you know, that's fair because I skipped the end. I fell asleep, I don't know, before halftime and I woke up. Oh, hey, look, whatever. <laughs> what I found um,
1: what I found mildly interesting. So on Wednesday, Yahoo Sports had an article that said uh, two NFL teams are hosting fans, including the Chiefs. Yet tickets are plentiful and prices are follow- falling. So the article basically pointed out that that the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jacksonville Jaguars are the only two NFL teams that are allowed to have um, that are planning on having fans in their stadium um, at the beginning of the season and at a a reduced capacity. Right. Like, I mean, the Chiefs had, I don't know, 15,000 instead of 65,000 or something. Jaguars, how would you know? I mean, probably every single they have 500 people.
0: yeah. Anybody that wants a ticket in Jacksonville can yeah. get a ticket. Yeah, and um, so when
1: so the day before the season kicks off, there are only two. There's only two teams that are having fans, and ticket ticket uh, supply is way way low. It's super constrained, and despite that, tickets were plentiful on the secondary market, and the prices were falling very rapidly because as it turns out either people didn't want to go I, I get people don't want to go see Jacksonville but you know you'd figure a lot of people want to go see the Chiefs but um the ticket brokers you got to feel sorry for these ticket brokers who just who are just trying to make a buck or a hundred bucks the before the game the day before the game uh one of the brokers I love that I'm a ticket broker uh it <laughs> that sounds like a very fancy way of saying that you're skimming money off these tickets one of the ticket brokers was saying that the game, it was a three hundred and fifty dollar price to get just to get a ticket to get into the game. And that had dropped to the day before, was down to one hundred and fifty. I don't know, I just find it interesting of okay, everybody wants everybody wants sports back. Okay, cool. Uh do you want to go to the game? Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I will do though is I'll pay $49.95 to watch it. <laughs>
0: So the, you know, I, we, we talked early about earlier about the Wrigley rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. Where the, the
1: only way that you can watch a Cubs game in person is to sit on the rooftops across the street from Wrigley field. Yeah.
0: Right. So StubHub not available. (laughs) Any rooftops on no tickets, no tickets, no tickets, no tickets. I don't care how much you want to pay. You can't buy them. Yeah, although you know
1: what, if I were the owners of those rooftops, I would make it a can. Well, you know, similar to the way the NFL has made it really, really difficult for you to put your tickets on anything other than their official secondary ticket partner. Well, yeah. if, if if I own the rooftops, I would make it part of it that if you if you aren't going to use your ticket, you have to you have to uh, you you get it refunded or whatever. You comes back to me because what you don't want to do is if you're if you're on the if you own the rooftops, um you don't want to sell those tickets and then have people immediately turn it around for three times as much money and they're making all they're making more money than you are off of your tickets.
0: <laughs> so go to can you go to go to Murphy's Rooftop.com. Murphy's Rooftop.com. Yeah. So just look at these pictures.
1: Why would you do this? The like the picture of everybody hanging out with their back turned towards the game?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> Yes, there's that. And then the next one where two thirds of the field is obscured. And the next one where at at least two thirds of the field is obscured. Why would you you, this is not this is an event. This is not going to watch a baseball game. Yeah, but admittedly,
1: most baseball games, you don't go to a baseball game to watch a baseball game. Okay, (laughs) that's
0: fair. (laughs)
1: I mean, nobody, no, nobody sits at a baseball game and watches nine ends of baseball. That's boring. (laughs) You know, you, you, you pay attention when something interesting happens, which is very rarely. And somebody in your group needs to be paying attention to keep you from taking a foul ball upside the head,
0: right? (laughs) Like that's (laughs) which, which doesn't happen on a rooftop, right? One, one time ever. Yeah, someone hit a rooftop, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. See, if you're on the rooftop, you don't even have to pay attention to the game because there is no the, the the you're not worried about your personal safety. Like if you were trying to host that event down the third field, the third base line, like you can't just turn your back to the to the game the entire time um, because something bad could happen. But over on the rooftop, you're basically like, oh, yeah, I went to the I went to the went to the Cubs game. Oh, who won? I don't know. I don't watch that stuff. But it's, you're just there as a, as a, it's a corporate event is what I kind of right. feel like, yeah, like there's exactly a lot of, right. there's a, I feel like you have been to a lot of, you have hosted a lot of these kind of rooftop events. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: so, so, suddenly Dwayne suddenly goes, boy, that's not a terrible idea. I should see about organizing something over him, there. Bro.
0: Yes, Yes. I'm trying to think if I've got a a corporate partner that needs me to plan one of those that I I can help with. I mean, it's outdoors. It's socially distanced. (laughs) True.
1: And uh, if you go to the rooftops now, you don't have all those pesky fans
0: inside Wrigley Field getting in your way. Well, there's that too. But it's more than 10 people, so it would break my internal rules. Well, and I mean, as long as it's not a doubleheader, you could say, okay... You 10 people get to go for innings one through three. You 10 people get to go four, five, six. You, you 10 people get to watch the Cubs blow the save. There you go. (laughs) So the first
1: group of three gets to watch the starter get lit up. The second group, the second, the middle group gets to watch the relievers uh, get lit up. And and then, and then the the last
0: group gets to watch the closer get lit up. Okay. Everybody good on what you want to see? There it is. Unless Darvish is pitching, at which point you're, you're fine up until about the fifth inning, and, and then, it's, then it's go time. Which, you know what, at
1: that point, um, when you rotate people through, the people who were there for the first three innings were, had a lovely time and a great game. <laughs> and then you leave.
0: Well, that, that reminds me of the Iowa State football game that I went to with Felderman a couple, last year. We showed up early, we tailgated, we saw the band, we watched one series of football. Iowa State scored, and then it got rained out. It was perfect. It was a perfect day. I don't need to see more than that. In my mind, it was great. I don't know about anybody else, but, you know. So I was trying to segue into some kind of NFL thing, but I don't know what happened. We got we got sidetracked, as we always do. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That never happens on this. Buckle up, people. Here we go. I don't know that I'm going to get to watch the Bears tomorrow, because the... Packers and the Vikings are playing at the same time as the Bears and the Lions, and I don't know what we're getting. So, okay, two tips. Yes. Tip tip
1: number one, have you, have you ever gone to 506sports.com? I have not. Okay, so this is a great tip for anybody that cares about if you watch NFL. If you go to 506sports.com. Should I be doing this? I'm just pulling it up right now to make sure I got it right. <laughs> Okay. So 506sports.com gives you, lets you know market by market exactly which NFL game you will get. Oh. And they update this every week. So they tell you here's the national broadcasts, they tell you who's doing which game, and then they show you the single and the early and the late game on CBS or Fox. And by market it tells you exactly what you what what your market is gonna get to see so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We're hey look Green- at that Bay. you're getting Green Bay Minnesota yeah yeah anyway 506 sports.com is a great way to see what game it is that you're gonna get to watch however if that tells you that you're not going to get to watch what you want to watch I do have uh, I have another tip is this a legal tip this is completely legal um, okay. Yeah, completely legal, totally endorsed by by the companies. The the Sunday ticket, which is still on DirecTV with their three viewers, they, I don't understand. Direct, AT&T, AT&T is losing a million paying subscribers um, a quarter and have been for multiple years between DirecTV and and their own cable service. And at some point if you lose a million million paying subscribers a quarter, eventually it feels like you're going to hit you're going to get to zero. Anyway, you you can subscribe to Sunday Ticket and stream it if you are in an area that can't get direct TV, but your house for instance doesn't qualify. You'd have to be in a, like in an apartment building um or in some place that you can't put up a you're not allowed to put up a dish. However, they have another program because one of the places that most people can't get direct TV are in college dorms. So if you are a college student, you can go to Sunday Ticket and you have to put in your name, your your school and your date of birth and they will check against some sort of registry it's not just enough to have an edu email address you they they check to see if you are a currently enrolled student at a university that they know of if you if you are a college student actively enrolled at a university they know about you can sign up for NFL Sunday ticket for $100 for the season however right now there is actually a 20% off promo code that you can actually put in so you can get Sunday ticket for $80 if you're a college student. Yes. So if you're a college student listening to this, or let's say that you happen to, I don't know, be paying for a college student who is living in your house, (laughs) Sarah, You can uh, you can have them go sign up and uh, you can get Sunday ticket for uh, and then you can watch any game you want. The only the only downside is that account only allows for one stream at a time. So everybody in the house has to decide which which game you can't like you can't watch three different games at the same time. But anyway, there's a there's a little tip for you. So um, that that might help if you want to watch the Bears tomorrow. I think that's a distinct possibility. Because without a college student discount, it's like $380
0: for the year. We haven't done that in several years. Yeah. Yeah. I Because, well, at least up until this year, there were generally only two or maybe three times each year that I couldn't watch the Bears. Either they were on or they're on Thursday night or on Sunday night or on Monday night or on Saturday or whatever. And so the couple of times that they weren't, I could either let's use air quotes, figure it out or go to the bar. There you and go. Still be, and still be well ahead of the $400 that they wanted to be able to watch all of the games, which I no longer really care about watching <laughs> all of the games. There was a point in my life where I did. Yeah. That's passed. But at this point,
1: I mean, it's clear at times that both your team and my team, let's put it this way. When we care about the outcome of the game more than they do,
0: it's probably a time to walk away. <laughs> just just throwing that out. See, you're getting Las Vegas and Carolina. And oh, you are also getting Green Bay and Minnesota. Lucky you. Yeah. Who doesn't want to watch Green Bay and Minnesota? Bears yeah. fans. Yeah.
1: Anyway, two uh, two NFL tips for you there.
0: And, um, uh, yeah, oh, th- it also, oh, the other, the other nice thing about five Oh six sports is it tells you who the announcers are going to be too. Yep. So if I don't want to listen to, to Greg Gumbel or Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, uh, at least I can, I can plan to do something else. Yeah, exactly. Or you just know,
1: oh, well, that's going to be a crappy three hours.
0: <laughs> this is, this is the second week in a row that we have disparaged. Football announcers, <laughs> and, and as long as you're on the 506 Sports uh,
1: website, if you scroll down past the late game, it will actually then give you. It gives you the college football for the week as well. So oh, hey, like it that. it shows you all the games, gives you when they're on, and then tells you um, the network or the weird cable channel <laughs> that you you have to figure out how to get access to. Um, but we'll also tell you who the who the announcers are. So. Yeah, it's 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 really it's 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 a really handy site and it's what's uh, to be completely honest. I mean, it's also wild to take a look and see how different markets which games they choose to broadcast (laughs) because occasionally you're like, well, what did those people do to piss off somebody
0: to to have to watch that game? (laughs) Why are we getting Western Kentucky and Louisville? Where are the Hawkeyes? Oh, wait, never mind.
1: Sorry. The, uh, the Attorney General of Nebraska and Ryan Day would also like to know that. Very much, sir. Is there anything better than a college football coach having an absolute meltdown over the fact that they don't get to control some part of the universe? Because they normally do. Right. So when somebody actually tells them no, whether it's justified or not, when somebody tells a college football coach no, to watch their inability to handle somebody. I mean, because normally college presidents do whatever they say. Like nobody tells them no, they can do anything they want. The, N- the NCA rules don't apply. College rules don't apply. Amateur rules don't apply. Nothing applies to them. To watch somebody have told them no, to watch these grown men have what can only best be described as temper tantrums over the fact that somebody told them no because they're not the center of the universe is, is both incredibly disheartening to watch the so-called leaders handle it. But number 2 is just entertaining as hell. I'm just I'm just waiting for one of these guys to throw his rattle out of his out of his playpen and then hold his breath
0: until he gets his way. I will stomp my feet until you let me play my game. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting very close to the other podcast there. We anyway. really are, aren't we?
1: All right, how do we get back into the podcast? Uh, I I don't know. Did you learn anything this week? Yeah. Um So (laughs) I've been, I've been spending time on, on, on the YouTube and, and we've actually watched, I mean, I watched a bunch of YouTube before we bought the RV trailer, before we did stuff, I, I, you know, watching YouTube, you know, I fully understand that YouTube has an algorithm so that when you say, show me more, it, it wants to make sure that you stay engaged, right? All the social media, all the social meds keep feeding you content based on an algorithm because every single one of them right they're not they're not social media companies they're advertising companies and the more you watch the more ads they can sell they just happen to they they give you content whether it's produced by somebody else or whatever but they're just going to feed you they desperately need you to not look away so the algorithms try to figure out what it is that will get you hooked in and watch in the last couple of weeks youtube has gotten very very weird for me because I know that these algorithms exist, there are things that I won't ever look up on YouTube. <laughs> um right. User here's the thing user generated content, there is all sorts of stuff that I'm interested about, but there are things that I don't need user generated content from. The, you know, I, I get my news from sources other than YouTube. But I use YouTube to go look for other things. And as I start scrolling, I've noticed in the last couple of, and oh, the other thing is they clearly, they look at what you have watched, but I'm sure they also look at your location and give you videos that are popular in your area because they figure in your area, if you live in this area and other people in this area, watch this, you must want to watch this. So. I'm sure that some of that feeds into this but most of my YouTube feed is filled with uh stuff about how to buy an RV how to fix an RV <laughs> stuff to buy for your RV how to back up an RV there's a lot of that um, there's also a lot of photography stuff I watch I watch a number of uh, photographers and there's there's a bunch of that but as you start scrolling through it's weird like it'll be like RV RV photo photo like there'll be 10 of those and then like like nine of those. And then like the 10th one will pop up and it'll be like, what the hell is that? And then it just goes back to the normal stuff. And then this thing pops up. So here are things that I have noticed that keep showing up in my YouTube suggestions that, by the way, every time I see it, I click on it and say, don't recommend this channel because I'm telling you, you don't need a hint from me. I am literally telling you, I don't want to watch this. And it goes, Oh, okay. And then shows you more
0: of it, right? (laughs) Like So, I sent you one, one video on how to back an RV. Do you know how many how to back an RV videos have shown up in my YouTube feed? Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, the the thing is, um, I know how many showed up because I've
1: watched all of them. So- <laughs> <laughs> Were any of them helpful? Um, they are all helpful in their own way. The interesting thing is they all contradict each other.
0: So after anything after put it in reverse you can pretty much ignore.
1: Yeah, put your hands at to the top of the wheel, the bottom of the wheel, steer towards the problem, steer away from the problem. Uh the thing does exactly what you don't expect it to do, but if you knew how to drive a trailer it does exactly what you expect it to do. Uh yeah. That's basically the the thing the thing that really comes down to it is most of them um, if you feel like you're doing it right, you've probably are doing it wrong. So, so. So that makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also the same rule I use when driving in England. Normally Lisa does all the driving, but occasionally I'll drive. And my rule is if I feel comfortable while driving in England, I am on the wrong side of the road. I should always feel uncomfortable. (laughs) If at any point I go, this feels good. Just get on the other side of the road. Don't even think about it. Just get on the other side of the road. (laughs) Pull, pull over, get out of the car, tell Lisa, hey, yep. guess what? It's your turn. Yep. It's, yeah, your, your turn. But we're in the middle of the motorway. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I think there's a rule about people who don't have a British driver's license are only allowed to drive so many miles. I,
0: I hit mine right now. Um, the, wait, the motorway? Yeah, because when you're in England, you're on the motorway. Didn't Lucas do a quiz on these? Oh, you, the other. Oh, okay. So we'll come back to this when it's time for my thing. I learned what, what, what has shown up in your feed? I'm okay. sorry. Rabbit hole. Okay. So here are things that here are things that I have had to go through
1: multiple times and say no to and continue to show up. Okay. So, um, number one, any video that basically has their title is this form, the name of the person blank. And then any combination of words that include owns, burns, destroys, and then followed by name of group. <laughs> I, I don't I don't care. That's not why I watch a video, uh, uh YouTube. I don't need to I don't need to watch anybody quote unquote destroying another group of people. Don't need to see that, right? Because realistically, most of the time, it's not what you think it is anyway. So um nope. Don't do not recommend. Keep showing up keep saying do not recommend. Number two, quote unquote, news reports that are just conspiracy theories. (laughs) And, and mind you, if you want to watch conspiracy theories, that's cool. And if you want to watch news, that's fine. Um, it is shocking how many quote unquote news reports there are that show up in my feed that are uh, literally just conspiracy theories that people, you know, you know how we said Frank Lutz constructed uh oval office in his, in his house. I, I am. I am positive there are quote unquote YouTube creators that have uh, made fake news desks at their homes so that they can talk about conspiracy theories, which fine, whatever, which, oh, by the way, hint, if you click on a conspiracy theory uh, video in YouTube, what you're going to want to do is take that computer, unplug it, throw it in the trash, uh, go buy yourself a new computer. Uh, and you have to move to get a new IP address because once you watch one, um, your, your YouTube account is, um, is over. It's, it's done. Um, you, you will never see normal content again. I learned that lesson the law, the, the hard way at my last house. That was bad. <laughs> I literally, we were driving through, we were driving through the state. I saw something that didn't make a lot of sense. It's a government installation. So I did a, I, I watched a YouTube video that just explained what it was. No conspiracy theory or anything like that. It just said, this is what that is. But it referred to something that some people say it's this. That was my next suggested video. I clicked on it. Oh, yep. This is video number two, right? First video, basically factually accurate. Second video started talking about how there were underground tunnels from the Pacific Ocean into the middle of the country that go under the Rockies. Anyway, fine. Like, like water tunnels. And, (sighs) Yeah, with satellite images that prove it. Anyway, fine. I was like, "Oh, get get out, get out, get out." And I don't have that computer anymore. Okay. Third thing that keeps showing up. And again, it's sort of like, look, these are suppo- you're supposed to look at the stuff I watch and, and subscribe things to me. Bible study and religion stuff keeps coming up in my feed constantly. And and here's the thing. Um, I'm sure lots of people watch that and I'm not saying that it's wrong for anybody, right? Like there's, there's a whole thing. I don't watch any of that. That is not a thing I watch on YouTube. And yet it keeps suggesting that I really want to watch people breaking down scripture. I keep saying no. And it keeps saying, Hey, how about this one? "Hmm, No. Okay, fine. Next one. I have a whole list here because this stuff just keeps coming up. It's like, what are you doing? For some reason, YouTube thinks that I want to watch people doing covers of songs not the people that did the song <laughs> which which i do watch on youtube but it's like oh if you like watching freddie mercury and queen play wembley you're going to love this father and daughter doing a cover of uh landslide by fleetwood mac and you're like no those aren't the same things at all um and it's also very interesting uh most of them the covers it's not just covers it's covers being sung by family father daughter Yes, son and mother, yes, siblings, yes. Like, okay, that's a whole subgenre of YouTube. Didn't know existed. Don't need uh, that's not my area. Are you sure you're on YouTube? I keep checking and it says so. Um it's where all my it's where all my trailer backup videos are. Speaking of music, uh there's also a whole genre that keeps again, It's not like it's flooded, but it's every 10 to 15 videos of suggested this. This just shows up in here. Watch people react to listening to songs for the first time.
0: Have you seen any of these videos? Yes. And I accidentally clicked on one, one. Well, accidentally clicked on one, one time and went, oh, no, I'm going to never get rid of this. So here's, here's my thought. The, these people, the, the, this genre has people listening
1: to iconic songs. And then they've supposedly never heard them before and we're supposed to watch them listen to it and then give us their, uh, their, their review of it. And my thought is if you haven't heard this song, I I don't, I don't need your reaction. (laughs) Right? Like I understand that people have different music tastes. That's cool. That's fine. Right? Like you, you, I'm not saying that you have to have listened to this. What I'm saying is, is that if your taste in music has never led you to this song which is sort of, in my taste of music, a fundamental song, I don't necessarily need to know what you think of it.
0: <laughs> right. I think more what I've seen is people introducing teenagers to this music where you know they haven't heard, I don't know, Led Zeppelin,
1: mm-hmm. right? Okay. okay. Or The yeah.
0: Beatles yep. or you know, maybe a a George Thorogood song, right? Or, you know, something that that may, might not. I'm just 10, 12, 14 years old. I'm just going to call you out. You went from the Beatles
1: to George Thorogood. Those are not the same class, but anyway, I get what you're trying to say. (laughs) George is fine. It's fine. Jackson Brown, Jim Croce. Yeah, right. Right. Here's the thing. I get it. I mean, I understand it. There are people that are never going to hear these songs. The question is, why would I care about you listening to it? Right? Like, like, is it gonna change my appreciation? Or I'm gonna suddenly decide, you know what? This random, this random 14-year-old just heard the Beatles for the first time and they think they're crap. You know what? They might have a point. We also watched Lisa Lisa finds shows about like abandoned places interesting. T- like there's there's multiple TV series about that. So one night we watched one on YouTube about a about some people that bought an abandoned town they sunk all their life savings into it to turn it into a business opportunity at no point did they explain how they're going to get their money back i don't know whatever it was kind of interesting they have a whole series we watched one episode and now now i've got uh turns out there are you would not believe the number of videos about people going to abandoned places and abandoned towns i mean admittedly i should probably learn where those are because that would be a great place to learn how to back up my rv trailer <laughs> An abandoned town would be a great place, but maybe that's what, maybe that's what YouTube's trying to tell me. Hey, Todd, take your trailer here. This one, this one got weird. I watch a lot of photography, uh, videos. So follow photographers that, that do the type of photography I like to do. And then try to get some, you know, get tips and tricks or just understand some thinking. And, and this, this for like two weeks, this, this has got, this got me concerned. I still had all the photography stuff, but most of it, most of it was in Russian. <laughs> And I was like, what the hell just happened there? <laughs> like, what <Mastodanya>. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> and then it went away. So I don't know. Um, and then and then the last one. So as I keep clicking on all of these, stop showing them, stop showing them. This is this is again, you watch what you want to watch. This is not what I want to watch. What I find weird is as it started learning that I'm getting fewer of the ones I talked about in the last week, the new topic that YouTube really wants me to watch is, uh, it's all guns all the time. I'm, I'm getting a lot of how to store your gun, how to clean your gun, uh, which is the best pistol for you to buy. And again, <laughs> I send that to Lisa and she's like, I don't know, maybe if we own an RV, we're supposed to have a gun in it. I don't know. Right. Um, again i'm not watching any of these and i keep telling no other people can watch them that's fine i just find it weird where youtube goes you know what you need a new hobby how about
0: guns dude you bought a truck it's not the rv it's It's the the truck truck. oh yeah Uh,
1: that one's on you good point all right thank you for connecting the dots you're
0: welcome yeah
1: also, I, feel like, I, feel, I feel like I need like a crazy wall with all of these topics and pieces of yarn on my wall. Like, what did I watch that connected this thing to
0: that thing to this thing? Here, here's the other thing I, that because I've all of the Ferguson that I watch is on YouTube. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But what I can't figure out and this, it's kind of like a running tally is whether or not I have at this point, I think I probably have, but it's close turned down youtube tv more than i was turned down in high school (laughs) but it's close yeah they do
1: so here's the thing i'm just gonna tell you this because we have youtube tv
0: apparently that's how to get rid of the pop-up
1: no because here's the thing even if you have youtube tv the pop-ups don't go away they just change to other youtube services including youtube premium so you can get rid of all the ads Um, YouTube music, which I think includes premium and occasionally, um, and if you already have YouTube TV, then it will suggest, um, additional channels you can buy on YouTube TV. So I'm, I'm just letting you know, even if that works and you cave and you buy YouTube TV, you will see no fewer (laughs) pop-ups. That's good. Okay. So yeah, Yeah, you're screwed no matter what you do, the (laughs) YouTube you're screwed no matter what you do more than you were in high school (laughs) yeah well that goes without saying (laughs) the last piece the last piece that i have found weird in the in the suggestion stuff and and again this this could be this is a completely different conversation if we do the other podcast um so i'm going to tread lightly here what i have found and what i find very interesting as i started paying attention to all of this and like what are the themes here is there is a whole section of political theory, news, political current events, which kind of gets into that whole, cons- some of it's conspiracy theory, but not really, but it's, there, there's a lot of stuff. If you are interested in politics or cur- the politics of current events, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. What I find interesting is, and again, that's an area I specifically do not, I don't watch any of that the stuff that i believe or that i agree with or stuff like uh, all of that i go get from different sources this is this is youtube is the place where you're just supposed to watch fun stuff for me what i find really interesting is when those topics come up uh and i've i've been sort of just keeping a track because i find it a little bit of interesting um 95% of the stuff that comes up in that field are let's put it this way are on the other side Of the political spectrum than I am on. Right. Which, this is the part where have I learned this or am I trying to learn this? Which is, if it under, if, if the algorithm and YouTube, which is owned by Google, and they know they, they, they have all this data on me, they know, they know the causes I give money to, the candidates I give money to, like they know all of that crap. YouTube is, is constantly pushing me. Again about nineteen out of 20 times here are videos on the other side of the political spectrum than you are so what I'm wondering is is that is that just random because that's way too weird to be random is that location based it's very odd yeah I was trying to figure out a way to make it funny and it turns out it's just it's a, it's creepy as hell so weird. so um so that's what I learned this week um what have you
0: learned so Did you see the news story about the... I don't don't watch the news anymore.
1: Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Wait.
0: (laughs) That's that's why you're in a better mental state than I am right now. Um, Did you see the the story about the church in Germany and the organ? Is this the one that's playing the 600-year-long song? 639 years. (laughs) John Cage's experimental composition called As Slow As Possible. (laughs) Ongoing performance started in 2001, and it's forecast to last well into the 27th century. Fans gathered to see the piece's first chord change in nearly seven years, which required the addition of two new organ pipes. (laughs) If, If there's something more odd than this, Uh, well, I'm sure our listeners will tell us about it, but holy cow, this is weird.
1: Well, first of all, it's going to come from Sarah, but here's, here's my thought. (laughs) Um, so, so, you know, in, in, as we've talked about in high school, right, we were both in the band, uh, you, you play the baritone, I played the tuba, um, at least in the tuba parts, it was not uncommon for us to have big sections of the song where it basically said, for the love of God, don't play, right? Just just be quiet. And, and the hardest part about doing that was that you actually had to count and keep track of where you were in the song, because basically you're not going to play for 24 bars, but you have to count one, two, three, four, one, two, three, two, one, two, like you have to count where you are. So that, because if you're not playing, it's pretty easy to get lost. That's for like 24 bars. Can you imagine sitting there? Yeah, sitting there, tapping your foot, counting for seven years.
0: (laughs) So that you know where to play your next whole note. And play. (laughs) Exactly. Give me an F. (laughs) Todd, you're a little flat. (laughs) All right, guys, stop. Back it up three years.
1: Start start it over from the beginning. All right, let's go back seven years.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Next time, look for your cue. I'll give it to you. Oh, the one. <laughs> I just, I just can't imagine somebody's like, you know, there's going to be a second note. What? Yeah. The second note. We have a circle on the calendar. We've bought plane tickets. We need to be in there when it goes to the second note. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. My, my question is if this song's a hit in the 27th century or whatever, does, does he have a second song ready to go? <laughs>
0: Sophomore sophomore effort. You you know what? This guy was just a one-hit wonder. (laughs) His great-great-great-great-great-great-great-granddaughter is going to compose something. I don't know. I'm literally just
1: sitting here thinking about, you've just got this organist who has been holding down this key for seven years going, one, two, three, four, and then gets ready to, and other chord. Okay, there you go. So when does the note change again? So we, we can get over there to watch it.
0: Court <laughs> cord chord change. Uh February 2022. 20, cool. I might be able to get on a plane by then.
1: What'd you guys go do?
0: Watch the chord change.
1: I, I seriously don't get your guys' podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our music is Happy Boy. It definitely takes less than 627 years to play. It's available on incompetech.com. It's written by Kevin McLeod. It's under a Creative Commons attribution license. That's incompetech.com. Again, Overcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Music, not Podbean. Search talking and the number two. No G, no space. We can't say
1: this enough, because because here's the thing: it's on Podbean, but you can't listen to us on
0: Podbean, so
1: don't even try.
0: Well, you can, but invariably at some point it just stops. So you know, you can like us on Facebook. You know, I intended to start this week's podcast with, hey, you might go check us out on Facebook beforehand, just in case Todd sends me something that I'm going to post. So, that you have a little bit of a preview so you can see these things coming. But then you didn't send me anything this week. So, never, never mind. <laughs> but if we do post something, it's on Facebook. So, if you're listening to this and then you go back and pick up other stuff or whatever, I don't know. There's lizards and holes and nice vistas. And I don't know. Anyway, um, check out our merch on Zazzle. Tweet at us at Talking to Todd. The website's always talkingtotod.com. Thank you to our listeners, especially the new ones. Please tell your friends. Uh, you can always, if you like what you heard here, send us feedback. If you have contributions, you can send them to us and we'll talk about them on the air. Todd.
1: Since normally you uh, you give us the obscure, uh, obscure baseball uh, stats, I'm just going to throw out on Friday night, the Tampa Bay Rays made major league history when they had a lineup of nine left-handed bats as, as a left-hander myself, I'm like, well, here you go. We're, we're starting to take over. So there you go. <laughs> nine lefties in a row. There you go.
0: Did you see, did you see the Atlanta Miami game? 29, 29 to nine. I thought it was a football score. No, 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 That's the Braves and the Marlins. Here's the- You know, the
1: good stat would be how many teams have put up nine runs and still lost
0: by 20. (laughs) They scored. Did they score in every inning? And they scored more than one run in every inning.
1: Yeah. And they were the home team. So they didn't bat in the ninth.
0: (laughs) Wow. If you have those or, or any other oddball things to tell us, send them to us. Meanwhile. Till next week, we've been talking to Todd.
1: do you want to talk about an hour six of this week
0: (laughs) you know we talked about trying to record a little shorter so the editing was a little easier one week we made it one week (laughs)